Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hey there, I am back with this week's Creative Pep Talk, and I want to build on something this week that I mentioned last time. So last time I talked about journaling and how it's been really powerful for me, and so I want to encourage you to try it. One of the things that I mentioned is that I have so many beautiful blank journals sitting around here because I bought them and I thought, I'm going to write the greatest things ever in these because look at how beautiful this is. And then I never wrote anything in most of them. When I started journaling, I decided that I needed something that was not going to present that problem to me. So I went out and I bought literally that mottled black and white need composition book that a lot of us remember from when we were kids. I think it cost me maybe two bucks. You know, it was the least intimidating thing I could think of to write in. And it worked. It completely took away the barrier in my head that said that if I was going to write in one of those beautiful journals, I had to write amazing, beautiful, perfect things that I wouldn't want to have to cross anything out or, you know, have an unfinished page or any of the stuff that we sometimes tell ourselves, which may or may not sound rational to us, but we tell ourselves anyway, about the expectations that we have for writing in a journal, or quite frankly, any kind of project. The magic in the composition book is that it lowered my expectations. It was a totally disposable, non-fancy, so-what-if-I-mess-it-up kind of book. Now, I know that there were people who say, if you're going to write a journal, you should go out and find a beautiful book. And if that works for you, by all means, do it. But It's important to understand that our expectations can get in the way of what we're doing. And since the question that I left you with last time was what's getting in the way, it's entirely possible that that's it. And it's not just about journaling. If you embark on any project deciding that, let's say, you are going to take a photograph that's going to end up in National Geographic, that you're going to write a play that's going to go on Broadway and win a Tony Award, that your novel is going to win a Pulitzer or Nobel Prize for literature, that anything that you're doing has to be way up in this caliber. You're setting yourself up with a giant obstacle before you even start. And that's why a lot of people don't ever get started. Their expectations are so high. And if they're perfectionists, which a lot of creative people are, then the perfectionism kicks in along with the expectations and it just becomes an impossible hurdle to leap. The idea of even trying is so intimidating that that idea for the book or the play or the painting or the photo or whatever just gets tucked into a dark drawer in a dark corner of the back of your mind and is completely forgotten. And then what ends up happening is that people get cranky because they're not getting to their creative work and they're not getting there because they've set this giant obstacle in the way. There is magic 
in lowering expectations. It does not mean that you lower your standards. Those are two different things. But you lower your expectations because, among other things, high expectations automatically set you up to view something as work, to view it as a challenge, which is fine in some circumstances, but in a lot of ways it becomes hard work. And if you're doing something creative because you love it, you need to be having fun with it. You need to be able to feel like you can play because you need to experiment. You need the freedom to fall flat on your face, to do things imperfectly, to discover through failure and curiosity and fun. The big fancy journal can set you up to not feel like you can have any fun. The super high expectation that your work has to be something that will be lauded by millions will keep you locked in an internal mental straitjacket that will just end up frustrating you because you'll feel like a failure because you never even started or because when you did start, What you produced in your first draft, even just in your first couple of pages, you thought was so horrible that you just gave up deciding that this was not for you. Seriously, I have a whole screenshot of a Facebook post that I made when I started a novel several years ago because it was the thought process in my head. And most of it was, this is crap. This is crap. Why did I start this? This is terrible. What am I thinking? And I posted it and screenshotted it because I think it's important for people to see that this is actually a really common thing. That is so incredibly normal. When we start anything, we are beginners, no matter how many times we have done something before. Every new novel is a new beginning. Every new photo is different than the one before it. Each one of them is an opportunity to learn and explore and do something completely different, but not if our expectations are so incredibly high that we never manage to get started or we kick ourselves for what we produce right out of the gate. So I really want you to experiment with lowering your expectations, with being absolutely shameless in how you approach the things you love to do. It will free you up and give you your joy back. Our society says that everything has to be hard work and we have to make as many widgets as we can and be so productive. And maybe that works if you're making widgets, but it doesn't work if you're creating. It doesn't work if you're trying to do choreography or painting or you know any of the things that people do for creative joy. What works is connecting with that joy. And high expectations are one of the biggest obstacles you can possibly erect to keep you from finding that joy. If you don't believe me, there's a simple way to find out. Try it and see what happens. So your journal prompt for this week is, how can I lower my expectations? Be as specific as you can with it. You may come up with more ideas on the page than you think, which is why journaling is magical. So sit down with a pen and a paper and see what you can come up with and really listen to what comes out of your own intuition. You know more than you think you do. And let me know how it goes. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised if you're willing to give it a try. So 
please do take a take a leap of faith if you think that what I'm saying is crazy because a lot of people will. Give it a whirl. Let me know how it goes. You can contact me through my website or on Instagram or Twitter. And I would love to hear what happens. Where were you challenged? Where were you pleasantly surprised? So with that, I will see you guys next time. You know, I talk to people all the time who are feeling totally lost, overwhelmed, and stuck creatively. And I know there are lots more of you out there who are feeling the same way. So I made something to help. Check out the link in your podcast app for my creative tune-up kit. It's 37 bucks, super affordable, and it's full of my favorite coaching tools to help you rediscover your creative self and make progress fast. I would love to get it into your hands so that you can get unstuck and create beautiful things this year. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. 